This program is sponsored by Proponacy, where I'm the president and CEO. Proponacy is the Greek word for coaching. We provide SaaS technology to centers like yours. Most contact centers struggle with their people, whether it be overcoming monotony, attrition, or getting superior performance. Our solution makes it easier and cost-effective to get even more than you could possibly have expected from your front line. The result is loyal customers, engaged employees, and winning, provable, profitable results. You can reach us at Proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the contact center coach. I started my career in sales, and if you've ever been in sales before, you know that sales means contests, lots of contests, lots of competition, lots of different ways that you could win TVs and refrigerators and uh, vacuum cleaners and gift cards and all the other things that come with contests. And I loved winning them and um, didn't like losing them um, quite often. Uh, they did it right in the sense that everybody could win a TV if you achieved a certain goal. And then every once in a while, they would have a competition where only one person won. And if you've listened to some of my past um, podcasts, you know that I'm a big believer in everybody having a shot at winning uh, because it's positive and it's certain rather than, hey, we're going to toss your name in a hat or we're only going to have one winner uh, that's going to uh, come out on top. And of course, in sales, sometimes one winner coming out on top is a little bit more motivating. And I talked to you about uh, about contests and gifts that I won because I think that that this this concept of gifts in the contact center is something's been around for a really really long time. I mean, you give out gift cards, we give out gas cards, we give out an opportunity to be in a lottery. We you can win pizza. Uh, newest thing is is that you can get points towards an AirPod or an iPad or and I something or other, there, there's some sort of a gift or some sort of a target. And we do this because it's a reward and recognition and it brings uh, value to the employee and the employee likes it because they have an opportunity to win something or to get something. The question is, what's the long-term value of those gifts? And are those gifts really, really energizing your employees, motivating them? And most important of all in today's world, are they getting... Are those gifts getting your people to stick around? And that's really the issue. And, and when I look back at my sales career, I, I remember that we had a lot of contests, but I think the best contest that we ever had was is that based on your performance, when you went to the sales meeting, you got to make a choice of who you wanted to room with. And so if you were a senior person, and somebody that was really, really successful, you were kind of the prize. And, and I say that, again, this is a number of years ago, but, but it, was, it was such that as a new salesperson, the competition was such that I was going to get to choose the top salesperson that I was going to get to hang around with. And the person that I actually got to hang around with was this guy named Charlie Barzilla. And Charlie Barzilla was like one of the top three salespeople in the, in the country. He was amazing and wildly successful and really smart. And I was, I was really young, and all I wanted to do was learn. So, so my contest was is that I won the opportunity to spend time with him 
to learn the secrets and ins and outs about what made him successful. Probably the most valuable contest that I was ever involved with because because my winning allowed me to do something, allowed me to get better. I didn't just get a, a prize or a, a, a bottle of whiskey or, or a vacuum cleaner. I actually got information, valuable information from somebody that really, really was successful. And I was able to use that information to make myself more successful. And uh, my wife and I, of course, go back and forth every year when it comes to Christmas presents. So whether we ought to give a gift or whether we ought to give an experience. And she's a big believer in the fact that if you give an experience, you're giving something that's going to last for a long time versus just a gift the kids are going to throw away. And, you know, we ultimately decided to give them both this year. Uh, but the point was, is that there is some value in in doing something that will allow people to be successful that has a longer term impact on them. And so the title of Podcast 60 today is kind of this give versus grow, right? What really changes behavior? What really connects to employees? What's something that you can do that will make people stick around? And so I've told you the give component of it, which is gift cards and an opportunity to be in a lottery or pizza or, or points towards some sort of other gift where you're, you're building them over time. If you haven't figured it out by now, my pitch is going to be not on, on a gift. My pitch is going to be on the other component, which is the grow component. I think the best, the best gift that you can give your employees to help them be successful, you be successful, and most important of all, to get them to stick around is to give them grow, is to give them the opportunity to grow. And I've got four different ways that you want them to grow, that you can gift them the opportunity to grow. And the first one is you, 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 you gift them the opportunity to grow their skills, and whether you're growing their skills professionally or personally, giving employees the opportunity to grow professionally, which means an, which means an opportunity to, to get more training, an opportunity to be mentored, an opportunity to work on a particular area or to expand their expertise, which might give them another gate or another skill that they can use, is a way that you're investing in them and something that they can put to use. And professional skills uh, might relate to uh, learning how to be better at empathy or, or better at listening or better organizationally. You can also help them grow their skills personally. You can give them time management. You can give them an opportunity to learn how to organize or how to, how to connect with people or, or network or any of these things that allow them to grow their skills. You've heard me say this before. Whatever the season is that you have an employee for, whether they're a rose, they're a daisy, or a weed, whatever the season that your employee is with you, whether that is six months or two years or six years, you ultimately want them to be able to look back at it and say, quite simply, listen, the place where I work wasn't perfect because if you've got the perfect organization, call me because we all need to go work for you. You know, where I was wasn't perfect, but they gave me an opportunity to grow. They gave me an opportunity to be successful they gave me an opportunity to hang out with the people that I wanted to hang out with, and I'm better for having been there, and I'm better when I leave than when I first arrived. If you can accomplish that, if you can accomplish that, then you've done something unique and you've done something special, and you'll get people to stick around for a longer period of time. So the first thing we want to do is we want to give them the ability to grow their skills. 
The second thing we want to do is to give them the ability to grow their future, which means we have to make an investment in a career plan for them. And that career plan might be inside your company. It might be outside your company. Sometimes in a contact center, we don't have the, the next future supervisor or the next future workforce manager or the next, next future uh, contact center director. We may have a, a future uh, marketing person or a future salesperson or a future CEO or a future actor or actress. But understanding and recognizing what their career plan is and investing time to talk about their future and what they're going to do really uh, allows them the opportunity to see themselves using this season to help them accomplish what it is they're trying to get accomplished. And if, and if, it's, and if it's inside the center, then, then engaging them in the ability to be able to uh, take some courses on how to be a supervisor or to spend some time with a supervisor or maybe to be a, a level two or a team lead, or perhaps they're going to be in your organization and they're really trying to get into HR, and this is a, a you know, the, your contact center is used as a gateway to other places. But we want to give them a, a career plan. And then you also want to show them real, real life examples, real options of, of what they can, where they can go and what they can do. And, and that means mentors, and that means testimonials. And, and if you've got people in your organization that used to be in the contact center, then they need to be in your contact center on a, on a consistent basis, telling people their story of how they started there and when they turned around and how they were able to get somewhere else. And I hope that you've got people in your contact center that have ended up in other parts of your organization. And if they have, then you need to bring them back in to talk. They're a great way to start a huddle. They're a great way to, to be involved in a team meeting. And if, and if they don't go to other places within your organization, but there are people that started on the floor that are supervisors or uh, quality monitors or trainers or workforce management, or maybe they're maybe even running the center, maybe it's you, maybe you're running the center and, and, and you started there, then, then telling those stories and having those testimonials are really important. So want to grow their skills, want to, want to grow their future. The next gift you want to give them is we want to grow their legacy. The gift of growing their legacy means that, that, we, that we, we acknowledge and recognize and celebrate their performance. And that you've got, you've got ways to, to look at their performance and their legacy is performance over time. And, and the way that, you, way that you measure their legacy is, is that, is that you, you, you show the impact that they've had on the organization. And that may be a, a, a legacy phone call or a legacy feedback from um, customer experience. It may be a legacy supervisor uh, 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 acknowledgement of something that they did. Their legacy may relate, be related to a contribution that they've made. Maybe they've mentored people or maybe they're, they're in the process of being mentored. Maybe they came up with a new idea. Maybe they just set a new standard for any one of the many different KPIs that you've got. And that KPI may be the best day, the best week. Maybe it's the best year. Maybe it's the best percentage of growth over time. Maybe based on where they started, they've advanced more than others. Maybe they're one of the friendliest people in your organization. Maybe they've connected with more people. Maybe they contribute more to the potluck dinners. Maybe they're involved in a, a committee that, that brings fun to the organization. Maybe they're just a really great connector. And, and they're someone that, that really brings joy and excitement and thank yous to the rest of the organization. Whatever it is, your ability to help them grow their legacy and to acknowledge and recognize their impact 
Anything that you can do that put, that etches in stone that shows the impact that they've had on the organization. Maybe it's a customer letter that comes back, which which is a thank you, or an acknowledgement from an executive about something that they've done. Anything that you can do on an individual basis, because everybody makes an impact in some form or fashion. But if you can grow their legacy, if you can give them the gift of growing their legacy, what you're going to end up with is you're going to end up with somebody that's going to stick around. And let me be very crystal clear when it comes to sticking around in a contact center. Sticking around doesn't have to be four years. Sticking around just might be for the 300 people that you've got in the center that the, the before people leave, they stick around for another week or another month or a bunch of months. And I promise you, if you take a look at your turnover rate and you add another month to your average time before people leave or another year to your average time where people leave, your costs associated with rehiring and retraining and the impact that has on all of your KPIs, you'll recognize the fact that getting people to stick around longer is positive no matter how much time it is. Anything is better than nothing. Obviously, our goal is to get something that's significant and a difference. The final area that we want to give them the opportunity to grow is to grow their connection to the company. When we grow their connection to the company, we everybody wins. So whether that's to be a mentor or to be mentored. Uh, I don't know whether you have a mentoring program in your organization. If you don't, you should. And by the way, you can be a mentor in so many different areas. You don't have to be just generally all around. You could be a mentor in just uh, quality scores or a mentor in how to express empathy or um, uh, 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 a mentor on how to build energy or a mentor on how to um, acclimate to the organization or to uh, get involved in some of the company committees or just to meet people. Maybe they're just meeters and greeters or mentors. number of different ways to mentor or be mentored because it connects them to someone and there's, there's some built-in uh, there's some built-in loyalty that comes from that. Um, connection to their supervisor. If you're their supervisor, you're their manager, are they connected to you? And do they have an opportunity to grow by being connected to you? How on purpose are you about connecting to your employees? Not just the ones you get along with, but all of them. Can you tell me all the different details about these employees, what their dreams are, what their goals are, what the areas that they're challenged in? What, tell me a little bit about their family. Tell me a little bit about where they grew up. Tell me about their hobbies. What, 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 what drives them? What's their purpose? What, why, do they, why do they come to work every day? Not everybody comes to work in order to inspire and create great customer service. A lot of people come to work because they have to, because they need to put money on the table because they're trying to send a kid to school or something of the, of the sort. Are they connected to upper management or to corporate? How often does upper management come in? Have we connected them? Do they know them? Does upper management know the names of your employees or any of your employees? Are they connected to your missions, values, and, and beliefs, and, and your vision? Have we connected them up to it? Do they know it? Are they connected to it? And, and are we communicating in order to connect with them? Are we communicating with them, over-communicating with them? Never stop. If you've got employees at home, you're not communicating enough. You need to, you need to over-communicate. Somebody told me a story a long time ago uh, about politicians and how politicians build loyalty with their constituency. And you would think that the way politicians build loyalty with their constituency is that they just do them favors because politicians do them favors and as a result of that, that's what connects, that's what connects people. That's how they get people to be loyal to them. And it, it's just the opposite. 
The way a politician builds loyalty in its constituency is it gets, it, it, it gets the people to do something for them. So when you sign up to help somebody get elected, when you do something for that, in, that politician, when they get you to do something, when they ask a favor of you, when they find a way to, to, to bring you into their organization to help them, you become more loyal to them than they've ever been loyal to you. And that's how they build it because they buy into your dream and they buy into your vision and they become loyal to you. And think about it. Think about how many politicians have never met the people that, they've, that, that are voting for them, but these people are so loyal to them and they're so connected to them because they've done something to them. And that may be as simple as, as, as distributing leaflets or just telling other people about them or owning the policies and, and, and their thoughts and ideas and making them their own. They, they, they immediately are connected. So, so by engaging your employees, by getting them to do something for the organization, by connecting them to the organization, you create an environment where they're successful. Uh, let me give you a, another example of that. If you were to text me or, or email me and tell me or c- connect with me on LinkedIn and tell me, man, I really love your, um, I love your podcast, man. I've learned so much from your podcast. I promise you that I'm more loyal to you than you are to me because I've been working like a crazy person at these podcasts and have produced 60 podcasts. So I'm working really hard for you. I don't know who you are. So I'm more loyal to you than you actually are to me, even though I'm the one delivering information to you and hopefully you're learning and, and growing as a result of it. But, but I feel like I'm the one doing all the work for you. And so I'm more loyal to you when you tell me that you, know, that you find that it's, it's been a value of success to you. So, so growing the connection to the company is equally as important as uh, growing their legacy, growing their future, or growing their skills. And I think all of those are better than any gas card, uh, pizza, opportunity to be in a lottery, or any points that you might be able to win towards, you know, a trip to Aruba or a AirPod. So there you go. There's podcast 60, which is whether we want to give or we want to grow. I say grow. What do you say? I hope that these podcasts are helping you grow as a leader because I've said multiple times, you can be a great leader. It simply requires effort. And certainly one of those is listening to these podcasts. But I hope this isn't where you stop. I hope that you found somebody in your organization to mentor you. I hope you're, you're looking for different ways to get better at leadership, writing down the things you do well and the things you don't do well and working on them because anything that's, that, anything that's going to be great for you is going to require effort and hard work. And I don't want to ever think that that's not a requirement that you're going to need to have. If there's an area that I can help you with, if there's um, something you'd like me to talk about or you'd like a little bit more insight, um, please reach out to me. You can, you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Michael Tamer, or you can reach me by email at mtamer at proponacy. P-R-O-P-O-N-I-S-I dot com. It was great to talk to you. I miss doing these podcasts. Got another great one coming up next week. Look forward to talking to you then. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the Contact Center Coach.